When I first assisted my spine colleagues under the microscope, it was amazing to recognize that my brain, which is used to using instruments in surgery to separate muscles and tendons and work on orthopedic joints like I work on, but now I was under the microscope where I also had to move my fingers muscles to hold instruments and move them microscopically. It was it was such a surreal moment for me to watch my fingers move, forget about a snail's pace, but to be able to move so carefully and so how could my neurons and my own body move so softly microscopically it was an amazing thing to behold under the microscope my own hand moving that way that later when i was now not under the microscope i could go back to using my hands as i use grossly more in a bigger way what's it like for you it, with the robot where the robotic wrist and hand can spin 360 degrees your wrist and hand can't spin 360 degrees. What's I could understand the transition of you going from typical outside-in surgery to now using the 360 robot hand, but then what must be like to go back and be the general surgeon who doesn't have the robot? What's it like to live in both of those worlds? That, that's it's real interesting that you asked because I've actually had that thought. You know, when I when I do an open operation anymore, or even a straight laparoscopic operation, I find myself kind of getting frustrated because <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not as capable uh, as I was. You know, you, you brought up the baseball players using the the Louisville Slugger. Uh, you know, it's, it's like it's like you have a, a you know an aluminum bat, and so, suddenly someone hands you a Louisville Slugger again, and you expect to to be able to hit the ball as, as far. Um, but but no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I think it really does. Uh, you know, it really is striking the advantages that that it affords. And and I think you know, I think an important point to emphasize is that you know there there are different levels of ability among surgeons. There are, you know just as, as among athletes, there are people. Mm -hmm that are very, very naturally gifted. And, and I think whenever there's new technology, sometimes there's a sense among the most talented surgeons to say, well, I don't, I don't need that advantage. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really so good that I can do this with straight sticks or I can do this uh, you know, without the benefit of, 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 of robotic assistance. But I think, I think the reality is that, that every high-level athlete would want the best equipment, the best shoes, the best tennis racket, the best golf clubs, because even the people who are the greatest with ordinary equipment are going to be that much greater when they have every advantage of, of, of things like a surgical robot or, or, or high-level athletic equipment. And I think that's what we're starting to see now. You know, I think with, with robotic surgery in particular, uh, we're, we're seeing such great adoption now across all different specialties, not just my own, which is general surgery, but, uh, you know, urologists have been using it for prostatectomies for many years. Cardiac surgeons are now using it uh, to do really elegant, uh, minimally invasive mitral valve repairs and things. And, and I, think, I think the future is, is extraordinarily bright because, you know, we as surgeons now have this game improvement, performance-enhancing substance in our hands that's going to make us uh, you make us that much better than, than we've been uh, historically. So really, really an exciting time uh, in, in surgery. I have about a minute left. And before I let you go, I really want to know the, the renaissance nature 
of your life. For me, as a sculptor in marble, as a surfer, who's also a surgeon, I see the surfing adding to my world and abilities as a surgeon. Same thing for sculpting in marble. For you, Neil Joshi, what does golf give you that and the, and the teachings of golf allow you to be a better surgeon? What do you find at golf? Other than the mental aspects of it, is there, are there other aspects to your passion for golf at the level that you play that you can bring to the operating room? Well, I think the, the parallels are that it's a flow state, right? You know, when, when, I'm, when I'm out there on the golf course uh, playing with, with my friends, um, it's really, it's really uh, just a pure flow state where I'm just really, really enjoying uh, doing something that's physically challenging, but also, uh, you know, something that I've, you know, done a lot since childhood and, and on my better days can, can do reasonably well. I, obviously, on my worst days, not so well. But uh, I, I think it's just, it's just a flow state where time just seems to, to go really fast. And, and I think... What about instrument-wise, Neil? What about instrument-wise? Because the angle of the pitching wedge versus the sand wedge versus the three-iron versus the putter, doesn't golf teach you that there is a perfect tool for the job at hand? Uh, the difference, the nine-iron versus the pitching, or the, the yardage. Nope, my nine-iron would be better. My pitching would... Same thing in surgery, right? I think I would rather use a tonsil clamp versus a Kelly clamp versus... A, do you find that you look at using your different clubs and the different instruments you use as a surgeon comparable? Yeah, I, I think absolutely. And, and I, I, I think along those lines, though, I think, you know, as, as you sort of improve at things, uh, you know, you, what you find is that, uh, you know, you, you enjoy the, 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 the challenge of being able to be efficient and not mm. change instruments many times if you can mm. kind of you know do a good enough job with what you're holding I, I'm, I'm reminded I, I saw a video clip of john rom the great mm. uh, uh spanish golfer who played at arizona state hitting a flop shot with a foreign wow. and, and and it was just extraordinary to see him take this low lofted club and just slide it right into the ball and sort of pop it uh, up mm. in the air and 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 i think uh but but absolutely i mean the shots that i really enjoy playing on on the golf course are the short game shots the little wedges and and, mm -hmm. and bunker shots and, and flop shots and i think you know uh, for better or worse surgery is a lot at least general surgery as i do it is, is a lot of short game it's mm -hmm. a lot of those kind of deft little uh kind of elegant touches uh and and you know i i think uh there there definitely are parallels uh, and, and, and it's it's probably not surprising why I enjoy doing yep. uh, both of those things so much. I agree. What a treat. What a pleasure, particularly for the Weekend Warrior Nation, to hear you, to know that you're out there if they need it. And for me, working at Cedars all these years, to know that you can be there if I need you and we have patients in common. Again, Cedars is just a building. It's the people that inhabit that building that make it so special i want to thank you so much for making the time to be with us this morning you're really special neil and god bless you for all that you do oh thank you robbie it's such a pleasure and, and i feel like you know this could have been a wednesday morning at the scrub sink of the surgeon plan <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk to you oh really what a treat all right thanks so much have a great saturday all right warriors what a treat to be able to listen and to appreciate what goes into the thinking of a surgeon and what makes up a hernia and to have someone like dr joshi available that's awesome coming up next i gotta tell you where the best lasagna is in los angeles gotta do some clap revision with the weekend warriors
Coming up next, we'll get into it. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show. The number is 877-710-ESPN.